Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is the Rockets post-game recap. I'm Cypher Dean Murley, and let's get into it. Nice game was against the Cavaliers, and LeBron James did not play, but if you saw, he was definitely very active in tonight's game. Uh, he looked like an assistant coach, and at times he looked like the head coach. You know, you saw him on the sidelines alongside Tyron Lu in the middle of the game, uh, giving orders to the team, calling out plays or something. And as a player, what do you do? Are you going to listen to Tyron Lu or LeBron James? You know, the game started out close. You know, it's kind of back and forth, um, two point game after the first quarter. Then in the second, the Cavs caught fire, and he was led by Kyrie Irving, and he started knocking down a lot of shots, especially threes. At one point, you know, they had more threes in the second quarter that they made than the Rockets had all game. But then, you know, as the Rockets somehow managed to do um, the last couple of seasons, uh, they mounted a comeback. After the second quarter at halftime, they were down 19 points after the surge uh, by the Cavaliers. And, you know, the thing to note about these comebacks is, okay, 19 points, so you're immediately going to think, okay, the offense started clicking. But it really starts uh, with their defensive intensity. It really racks up. And there's a lot being said about the Rockets' offense needing help, you know, thus the addition of uh, somebody like Michael Beasley to help. But the real source of trouble for the Rockets this season has been their defense. You know, we've dropped from a top five defensive team last year, and now we're nearly last in a lot of defensive categories. And this is with, you know, still having Trevor Ariza, who's a very good perimeter defender, and he picks up the best player on the opposite team every single night. And Dwight Howard, no matter what anybody says, he is still a beast down low. Uh, at least on the defensive end. Um, I don't know how, why he hasn't developed a consistent hook shot, but he is still blocking shots. And he had a couple last night that he swatted into the second row. Back to the comeback. You saw in the second half of this game versus the Cavs, the Rockets offense being ignited by their defense. And that was led by Patrick Beverly, Mr. 94 feet himself, starting to put the pressure on Kyrie Irving. And... He just gets under people. Um, he'll just get under you. And he was just being a pest, the pest that he is, and just being feisty. He, he's there every night. And if the Rockets, the rest of the team just followed him, we'd be in a lot better shape this year. But anyways, he also had a couple of key offensive rebounds, one that led to a layup for himself. And then another, he had a nice dish to Dwight to finish it off. And there's just something about him where he's not going to take the loss and he's going to do what he can, not only on offense. You know, he's developing that little floater game that he always talks about. But on the defensive end and just being on the floor and hustling and getting into other people's uh, faces. And he's not going to care. That's just who he is. And we need that. Also, uh, KJ McDaniels getting some valuable playing time. He played uh, just over 16 minutes. And this is against the Cavaliers who are atop the Eastern Conference and he hasn't played much at all this year. Um, we're still waiting for him. Uh, and he's, that's because he still isn't a factor on the offensive end. 
Even at times, he looks really sloppy. But putting him in to cover Kyrie when PB wasn't in the game was a good move by JV, you know, by JB. You know, he's long and athletic, and he can really help the Rockets once he's not a liability on the offensive end. Um, but I think that'll come come through playing time once he gets used to the speed and whatnot because he has the athletic tools and you see him he, he you know uh he has the nba body we also saw some nice play by capella you know he's been coming along really nice he's uh he's really uh smooth in the post now you know starting to develop uh some post moves and there was one play where he started with his right then finished the layup with his left and you don't see that uh, too much from a big guy let alone someone who's 21 years who didn't play much at all last year. And uh, I think he's going to be a really good big man in this league for years to come. Lastly, I know I was saying, you know, the defense really helped us in last night's game, and that's what we need to improve on, but we need to talk about Michael Beasley. Since he's been on the Rockets, he's averaging just over 14 points a game, and that's coming off the bench in about only 20 minutes of playing time. And uh, he's also grabbing about, you know, five boards a game, which is nice. And like I said, our real problem is our defense. But it doesn't hurt that we're starting to get some real production off the bench. And sure, we have Corey Brewer, uh, who's had some really good moments this season. And uh, he can put points on the board. And we got Jason Terry, who's still managing to knock down some big threes and big shots and big moments. Even though he's about 50 years old, uh, they're not consistent. So you have to remember, you know, Beasley, he was a second overall pick and was a beast in college. And uh, he he gets buckets. And it's good. so it's good to see this guy, you know, get his act together after, you know, um, things didn't work out for him in the NBA uh, because of some off-court issues. Um, so he took himself, if you don't know, he took himself to China. And that's where he's been. Uh, he, he went, he went there to play in the Chinese basketball league, uh, for Shendong. And when he's over there, um, you know, he talked about how all he had to focus on was basketball over there. You know, you don't have the glitz and glamour of the NBA and it just forced himself to mature being in an environment where no one really cared for who you were and all you had to show for was what you did on the court. And, you know, that's good for him. It really straightened himself up. Uh, and now he's balling out for the Rockets. And we really, need, we really needed him uh, because Josh Smith was not the answer. Um, he was exciting those first couple of games. But, you know, <laughs> last night, Chris Webber, he was talking about, okay, um, you know, it's good to see, you know, Terrence Jones and Josh Smith, they're struggling. But it's good to see, you know, once the postseason comes in, uh, they're still being ready in case they need to be called on. And then it showed a shot of T. Jones and then a shot of Josh Smith. And Josh Smith was just like let out a big yawn uh, on the bench. And that pretty much sums up his season with the Clippers and the Rockets. This year, especially with the addition of Beasley, I don't see him getting much playing time in the future. And that's not necessarily, not necessarily a bad thing for the Rockets. But you know, the thing to note about Beasley is that he's gonna get buckets and he's gonna get them from everywhere you could hear Chris Webber talk about it mentioning all night that if you got an open mid-range mid-range jumper you need to take it and I know that's not the Rockets philosophy it's not the inside game and the three-pointers that you need to take you know that's where you're most efficient 
But if you're open, come on, this is what you've been doing your whole life. When you get to the NBA, you know, yes, it's more efficient. But if you're open, at least take it. You know, I'm not saying you run your whole offense, you switch it、uh, to take these mid range jumpers again. But if you're open and that's what, that's what you're good at, go ahead and take it.、Um, and that's Beasley's game. He's going to get buckets from everywhere.、Uh, he'll start out up top and he'll, he'll either take it up、uh, all the way to the lane for a nice layup or dunk, or he's going to pull up from around 15 feet and he's got a nice jumper from there. And it's good to see that. that、um, it's, it's what the Rockets needed. It's kind of what we wanted from Ty Lawson, that second ball handler that you can trust with the ball to get buckets when James Harden is not in the game. And he, and you know, in the, especially in the first game, people were talking, he took like five shots really quickly.、Um, and people were panicking. But that's his game, and it's starting to prove itself. And、uh, also, you need to check out、uh, this crazy reverse layup from the baseline that he had. After taking love off the dribble in the second half,、uh, the guy gets buckets and he's going to be big for the Rockets in the postseason. That's it for the Rockets post game recap. I'm Cypher Dean Murley. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe to catch the next one. The next Rockets game is going to be on March 31st, Thursday, against the Chicago Bulls.